Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Janelle B. Stewart podcast. I am your host, Janelle B. Stewart, an award-winning business coach, keynote speaker, and content creator. The Janelle B. Stewart podcast is designed to educate, empower, and engage. My goal is to have you feeling uplifted, inspired, and empowered after you listen to each episode. Welcome to episode 44. In last week's episode, we discussed how to be successful in 2020. And 2020 is finally here. So happy new year. Now I know if you're listening to this episode on the day it goes live, technically it is not New Year's, but it will be in two days. So most of you probably will hear this in the new year, which makes this so appropriate to say. (laughs) My next episode won't be out until almost the second week of the new year. So I want to get it out of the way now. Now, In this episode, what we're going to be doing is starting the beginning of a new um, series that I want to do in 2020. I shared with you a couple episodes back that while on vacation with my business partner, that we basically outlined what 2020 was going to look like for us as it relates to my business, as it relates to the programs that I deliver, um, the trainings that I do, the webinars, as well as the podcast and my whole social media. So with that being said, my first theme that we are going to dive into is starting before you're ready. And I know that this is going to be so impactful because as a business coach, as a course creator, I am meeting so many people that I have to continuously motivate to do this very thing, okay? So what this new year of podcasting is going to look like will be slightly different from what you've seen on this podcast before. And I'm looking forward to these changes and I think that these changes are going to have a really good impact on listenership as well as engagement. So my schedule is going to change slightly. Instead of having a podcast episode every week, from now on, I'm going to have a podcast episode every other week. And in the in-between weeks, I'm going to have a Facebook Live webinar. So if you're not already on my email list, you should absolutely get on it because that's where you'll get the information and the updates about my Facebook Live webinars, what they're going to be about, what day they're going to be on, and what time I am going live. For January and February, my focus is going to be on the discussion of starting before you're ready. This is an exciting topic because as a business coach and a course creator, I'm meeting people every day that are highly intimidated about taking the first step. And so we're going to tackle this fear. We're going to tackle these issues. We're going to tackle these insecurities on this podcast in 2020. I'm going to add show notes. The link will be in the description of this podcast. So if there's anything that I'm saying today that you want to have on hand or you want to review or just refer back to without having to listen to the episode again, you can absolutely go ahead and click that link 
when you're done listening, of course, and get the show notes. But I just wanted to point that out because I know some people are probably maybe driving or cooking or doing laundry or in the shower. All of those are places where I actually listen to podcasts. So I'm projecting. Maybe you're sitting at your desk with a pen and paper. Who knows? I'm just saying. So let's hop into today's episode. Today we're discussing the fear of starting And with that being said, our discussion is focusing on what to do if you have a fear of starting. Now, I have to be honest, God didn't put the spirit of fear in me. So it is very hard for me to relate to people who live in fear. I have to keep it real. And I know there's probably some of you who are who are also like me, where you're like, you just don't get it. Like, what is the big deal? Just do it, right? If you really want to do it and you're passionate, just do it. Now, the irony is that as a business coach and a course creator, I now have to work with people who have a hard time with fear and I don't really relate to them, right? So through my work, And through my research and through my studying, I'm learning more about how to handle fear from someone who doesn't have it, okay? So I'm going to be all the way real with you. Now, I wanted to share what I've done to make the transition from what I think I want to do and actually doing it and how this has guided me. And I think that what these steps that I'm going to share with you are part of the reason why I don't have fear is because I always take these necessary steps in order to get from point A to point B. So my tips that I want to give to you today, if you're someone that is often fearful and usually has a hard time with moving past your fear to make the decisions you want to make or do those things that you've set up for yourself to do, here are the things that I do. Now, the first thing is I evaluate what it is I want to do. As a part of this conversation, I'm going to share multiple examples to help relate what I'm discussing to a number of people, okay? Now, the first thing I do when I'm ready to start things is I look at what is it I want to do. So the first example is going to be, I want to lose weight. And I discuss this with you all in my I um, got a weight loss coach podcast that I was having a hard time with my weight. The next thing I look at is how soon do I want to do this? So for me, I wanted to do this relatively quickly, right? I was looking to lose weight, not in the next five years, but I wanted to be able to lose weight and start losing weight within, within a few weeks. Like there's no reason why you can't lose a few pounds or two in a month, right? So I had that set. Next thing is, What skills are needed? Are you a newbie blogger who has struggled to get your blog off the ground? You make a couple blog posts and then you lose steam or no one's reading, no one's commenting, and you have no idea how to get this thing off the ground. Well, I know exactly how you feel. I was a newbie blogger once and the struggle 
is real. When I was a newbie blogger, I found great support from other people in my industry. These women helped mentor me, they coached me, and they supported me through the highs and the lows of blogging. And as you know, blogging is a full-time career for me, and I did this after just a few years of getting my teeth in the game. So I wanna work with you. I'm hosting a free training exclusively for bloggers who want to figure out how can I make this my full-time gig. If this sounds like something you're interested in, check the show notes for a link to my email list, sign up, and I'll send you all the details. And don't be selfish. Invite a friend. See you soon. I struggled with my weight. I've struggled with this on and off. I've had moments where I've done really well and I've had moments when I've done poorly. I've had moments where I was doing so well and I thought that I was making proper decisions and then all of a sudden, bam, like I wasn't losing weight anymore and I was gaining, gaining, gaining. And obviously as I age, losing the weight becomes more challenging. So I knew that I needed to understand more about proper nutrition. And based on what I had done thus far, what I thought was healthy wasn't working. So I needed to understand a little bit more about my body and why it wasn't responding to the decisions that I was making. I needed to understand more about how to eat for whatever I guess biologically is my 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 body type my 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 I don't know um I'm not exactly sure but I felt like those were something that I needed like maybe because this is my size I need to learn how to eat differently maybe because of my activity I need to learn how to eat differently and also what type of physical activity would be good for me because what I am doing now has worked before but it's not really having the same impact. And I also knew, and this is the most important thing, that I needed to figure out my relationship with food. While it wasn't a bad relationship where I was making really poor decisions all the time, I struggled with my weight and I think Maybe a better way to say this instead of my relationship with food, maybe it's my fixation on my weight. Always worried about my weight. And because I gain weight and lose weight so easily, there's times when I'm so committed and I'm dropping the pounds. And then as soon as I fall off, like immediately the pounds creep back on. And that roller coaster is extremely frustrating. So I knew I needed tools and guidance and support and discovering these things because I didn't have them. So that would be how I would approach a situation like that. If I determine that I don't have all the information, then I need to get some support. Okay, so here is example number two to help you understand how I approach new things. So I decided a few years ago that I wanted to start an online boutique and I wanted to sell children's clothing. All right. I had no experience or background in this. It was something that I said I wanted to do and I decided I was going to, you know, figure it out. So once again, what is it that I want to do? I want to open up an online boutique and I want to sell children's clothing. The second thing I ask myself is how soon do I want to do this? So I believe at the time it might have been the end of the year and I wanted it to be available by the spring. So I think I was giving myself about four months, probably five months maximum before I was ready. I, I felt like it would be a good time to launch. 
what skills are needed is the third thing that I ask myself and I start writing them down. Well, I need to understand how to create a store online. How do I like put the merchandise on the website? How do I ship things? How do I get orders? Um, And also one of the biggest things is where do I get merchandise from? Like those were the things that I needed to like answer because I didn't have the skills, right? So here's another perfect, perfect example of something I really wanted to do, but I lacked the skills. And it's okay that I lacked the skills because it's just an idea at this point, right? Now, let me talk to you about a third and final example. I had decided many years ago that I wanted to start a blog. So that was my objective. That was the answer to the question, what do you want to do? I wanted to start a blog where I could share my natural hair journey with the women who were out there. I wasn't necessarily like having a goal of being an influencer or being like a famous blogger. That wasn't a thing then. However, I just wanted to share my natural hair journey and that was like my priority, right? So how soon do I want to do this? I actually wanted to do it right away as soon as possible. I had already done my big chop where I cut off all my natural hair and I was ready to begin chronicling this experience online. So I was ready to go ASAP, no long-term timeline right now, okay? Now, the next thing I ask myself are what skills are needed? Well, I need to learn how to set up a blog. I need to learn how to write blog posts. I need to figure out how I'm going to take photos to put on the blog. And I needed to figure out how I was going to, um, how I was going to get people to read the blog. And that was kind of like my main priority at the time. Those were the things that I I needed to know in order to, you know, move forward. Now, I'm hoping that you can relate to one of those three examples as they're very unique, right? They're each touching on something very different than the other. So I want you to answer the same questions that I've asked myself. I want you to answer them for yourself about something that you want to do. And remember, those questions are, what do I want to do? And I would even encourage you, especially if you are someone who struggles with fear, to ask a secondary question. So let's put this as as like one point A, and that would be why. Why do you want to do this? Question two is, how soon do you want to do this? Question three is what skills are needed. And if you are someone that lives in fear, I would encourage you to do like a 3A question, which would be, what's your ultimate goal? Because that will definitely help move you out of fear and into more of excitement. So I am going to explain step-by-step how I position myself to get ready. And I'm going to talk to you about those things that I'm doing that take the answers from this question and begin applying them. Because what I find is that people who are fearful, whether it be fearful of failure, fearful of success, or just fearful of like trying, whatever that is, they often just don't know the steps to take and they're like stuck. So I want to get you unstuck. So start with this and 
make sure you sign up for my email list so that we can see each other next week on my Facebook Live webinar. And if I don't see you next week, I will see you the week after in the next podcast episode. All right, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, I am always looking for reviews. I know how you feel when you take the time to review my podcast. And if you're listening on iTunes, you can leave me a review there and I will be able to feature it in an upcoming episode. Not listening on iTunes? Well, you can always share your feedback with me by tweeting me at Janelle B. Stewart, Instagramming me at Janelle B. Stewart, or Facebooking me at Janelle B. Stewart. It takes just a couple seconds. Another thing you can do to support this podcast is share. The more you share, the more ears that will be listening. And it really supports what it is that I'm doing here. And I really appreciate you for that. Now, before we go, I want to leave you with a quote. This quote is directed to those of you who are fearful of starting. If you're passionate about something and there's someone else already doing it, this shouldn't be a deterrent. This shows there's a demand challenge yourself to make it your own. All right, everyone. I want you to have a great week. And as always, I love you for listening. Bye.